0: Thank you for joining IAB There, and now your host, Cheryl Goldstein. Over to you, Cheryl. Thank you and welcome. Today is June 3rd. I'm Cheryl Goldstein, EVP Member Engagement and Development at the IAB. Uh, Welcome to IAB There. This is our daily live stream in which we connect the digital advertising ecosystem We have a really important topic today, shaping a better future through diversity and inclusion. We have a fantastic guest, Joe Kinsella, who's the president of TV Squared. TV Squared is the global leader in TV attribution. And as president and founding member, Joe's job is to drive TV Squared into a leading position in linear and digital TV measurement and helping to shape the future of TV advertising by bringing transparency and proof of performance to the forefront. She is known in the industry as an extraordinary leader. She's a real champion for diversity, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Let's please bring in Joe Kinsella.
1: Hey, Cheryl. Hi, everybody. Hi,
0: Joe, how you doing? So good to see you again.
1: So good to see you too. How is everyone? How you doing,
0: Cheryl? Well, you know, wow, It's what a time, right? And last time we saw each other, it was ALM, and the conversations we were having then are just so different from what I think our conversation is going to look like today. In fact, I think the conversation today is different from what we thought it was going to be last week. So things are just changing so fast, it's hard to keep up. Uh, we have a really important topic, and I want to get to it, but before we do, why don't we just take a... A moment to talk about TV Squared. What is the company? What do you do? Uh, just tell us a little bit about it.
1: Sure. Uh, TV Squared is the world's biggest attribution platform. Uh, we also now look at advanced audiences. We are live in 76 countries, which makes us uh, very diverse uh, by nature as a business. Uh, there's about 105 of us. We are HQ'd in Edinburgh in Scotland and uh, today I am coming to you live from the Jersey Shore. I've been in the U.S. for 13 years now um, and look after all of sales and marketing Um, but in terms of you know the business we have seen massive growth over the last seven years since we've come to this industry and You know, I I can't quite find the word Cheryl, but it seems like every time you and I speak, there is a different lens, and we're having to reimagine how the TV ad industry is going to reshape itself Mm. to support the world that we live in. So, yeah
0: what what are some of the things that you're seeing now? What are some of the insights and the shifts and changes?
1: Um, I mean, in terms of people wanting proof of performance for Mm. every. They spend um, absolutely hands down. So, um, you know, we offer attribution across digital video, addressable, linear, all the publishers, CTV, OTT. So, we've started to see big shifts in uh, spend from traditional broadcast over to streaming. Um, Mm -hmm. We've seen certain industry verticals, like obviously direct to consumer online fitness, um, online health, food delivery, all of those absolutely skyrocket. We've got food delivery platforms that have grown 100% since pre covid levels, but the interesting point, they're spending 20% less than they were because we know how yields and CPMs have been impacted. So just interesting times.
0: Wow. And what I'm seeing out there, you know, we talk a lot uh, to publishers, obviously we sit in the middle of the ecosystem, we also talk to a lot of brands. And what I'm hearing is now more than ever, we have moved into an agile way of being. It's a new way of working, a new wow, I keep calling it. I love my wows, but it's is a new way of working where it's long-term planning, forget it. It is agility, it is speed, it is shifting with the changes that are happening both in creative, like being careful of tone, like even campaigns that people thought they were gonna launch a week ago, they had to stop, take a look and say, wow, with the riots that are happening right now, is this the right tone and message? So they have to be able to deliver on the creative piece quickly and the changes in viewing and patterns and shifts in consumer behavior. It's all about agility, flexibility, and speed. And how does your platform help with insights to help them make those decisions
1: it makes tv transparent it's really simple cheryl it makes it transparent you know it's back to um some of the conversations that both of our podcasts have touched upon which is you know the upfronts and the look and feel of inventory availability across the world is so considerably different people are are no longer willing to commit everything because they wanna be able to optimize. They need to be able to stay authentic when it comes to their creative message. To your point, what they might have filmed last week is now, uh, is now maybe not appropriate. So it's about gearing them, looking, working with brands, partnering with agencies, partnering with publishers to say, okay, yeah, reach and frequency, agent demo. We know all of that is important, but actually proof from a return on investment perspective of every dollar mm. that you're spending. Again, this is about making TV. And when I say TV, I probably now mean video uh, mm. because it's now different. Um, this is about making video accountable. It's about making it transparent. It's about making it a performance channel. You should be able mm. to measure it anywhere in the world. And you know, my mantra and TV Squared's mantra is that attribution is for everyone you know whether you Mm. are a tier three automotive in the midwest or you are a giant tier one brand you should be able to map to demand flexibility and transparency from a proof of performance standpoint
0: wow are you seeing shifts on the local level too because i you know a lot of um I know a lot of companies are struggling on the local side, like local news, for example, because you've got these small businesses that have just like shut down. I know, is there any insight there on your insights around local versus national? Do you play Uh, in that space?
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, We actually work um, with a lot of the MVPDs. Um, We actually have thousands of advertisers on the platform um, that are just doing local. So, wow. and you know, and, and I mean, hundreds of, uh, automotive dealerships. Um, and it's been really interesting actually, Cheryl, because there's a couple of different ways of thinking about it. The, the data that we have been able to provide during COVID has spoken very clearly to the message that don't go dark. If you can in any way find a way to be consistent and be authentic, you will come out the other side of the storm and you will survive and you will be stronger. What we've also seen is some bricks and mortar retailers that have been heavily hit have now started doing, rather than just doing broad brush national buys, have now started doing in local areas as states start to open up guess what? They can leverage that local inventory. They can also recognize that the TV is now the office water cooler, right? It's where families congregate. It's where people feel safe and they're watching the news and they're seeing an ad. And as long as it's, you know, it's got the right message, it's authentic, it's storytelling and it's helping mm. people get through what is happening in the world right now.
0: Yeah. Cause that, that is one of the things that really strikes me about where we are right now. Like When have we ever been in a time, at least in my lifetime, where governors and mayors were on primetime television talking about their markets and where things were so different are happening in such a different pace in such a different way based on where you are. So how we feel about things here in New York is quite different from people in the Midwest because the pandemic has hit differently. And now I would even add into it the riots are adding to that because that's happening diff- differently across the country. So it's uh, really this national local um, communication that brands have to think about. So it, that's so different and unique. It's not just about your messaging uh, appealing to slightly different audiences now. You have to understand the mindset and where people meet them where they are and it could be completely different from market to market. But I to have remember. a platform that can inform that is amazing.
1: Yeah. And that's what we've been doing, right? I mean, I think back, Cheryl, to ALM in Palm Desert with the right. sunshine. And, oh, I long for those days. <laughs> and all those people that we sat, you know, elbow to elbow with, clueless. Right. And, right. Um, and one of my favorite uh, conferences of all time, because I shared the stage with Monique Nelson. Fantastic. Yeah, and we, we both in our presentations talked about representing the way people are in the world. And that has resonated with me all the way through this year. And I think, you know, when we look at the data that is in, from our platform in support of what people are doing, to your point, whether it's local, whether it's national, all of, we've seen a 90% spike in overnights right? So wow. we've seen these massive behavioral changes. Um, but what we've still been able to do, I mean, we work with, um, you know, we work with some agencies that are turning new clients on in seven to 10 days. And they, want, yeah, they want data very, very quickly. So they can optimize, they can change, they can flex, and that's going to be the brave new world. It's going to look and feel just like digital.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think it's, it's flex. I hear a weird echo. Um, flexibility and agility, that's what I'm hearing um, from all of our brands, You know, like they need their partners to function that way. So let me pivot to your management leadership style. And let's start with how do you create a flexible, agile working team? If the marketplace is demanding the shifting gear quickly, like now creative agencies have to be able to deliver in seven days. How do you manage a team virtually, let's start with that, yep. and be able to offer almost hands-on keyboard, real-time pivoting based on data and insights? How are you working with your team to respond like that? So
1: I think, you know, we, we adapted to this overnight. We were very fortunate in the sense that we have a UK office, we have Edinburgh in Scotland, we have Munich, we have people in Japan, we have people in Australia, we have a team in the US that are across, you know, the East Coast, Midwest, and then the West Coast. And it was, we've got every time zone covered, Cheryl.
0: (laughs) Every nationality too. And you're a Brit, by the way, for those who are wondering.
1: And and I'm a Brit, but I lived in Australia and France and Spain, and now I live in Jersey. So don't try and guess the accent. Um, But no, it was about communication. Um, You know, literally, as you say, hands on keyboards, like on the phone, um, calling, making sure that everybody's on the same page. And I think... You know, in terms of uh, being able to manage the platform remotely, you know, it's live in 76 countries. It runs; it's a true platform. It runs on AWS, um, and it, you know, it's all available. We process four billion web hits a month on average, so this thing is cranking. And what we're doing is, you know, again, the the dream when we started the company was to have an always-on software platform that serves mm. up. Insights in close to real time. So what we're making sure is that there's no downtime um, all day, all night. That platform is whirring. It's getting the results out. It's providing insight in close to real time at scale. Whether you are, as you say, local, regional, national, whether you're OTT, whether you're CTV, anywhere in the world. So you know, pretty. I just had a brand call me and say, Joe, we need to get OTT live in the Philippines you know what, we go where our clients need us.
0: And your team is used to just, that's the way they are. I mean, this is what they're used to doing, right? Looking at insights and getting on a call and helping yeah. drive the client to make moves.
1: And remember the the platform is intuitive. It serves up the insights, the brat, whether you're buy-side, sell-side publisher, it's easy to figure out what it's telling you. We've built it that way. Um, awesome. So so really, this is a case of us being available as a partner um, and being able to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, we're here for you. What do you need?" Right. Um, which we did with Comcast Effective. We did with NBC Universal. You know, we've we've had those conversations. Um, you know, Freewheel wants to get live in Europe. Okay, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. It's just you know we 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 had a call actually this morning where somebody was saying, "Well, which countries can you operate in?" And we're like wherever you want to be, tell us where you want to be, you know? So that's the beauty that's incredible. of incredible. Um, the team is a hundred or so people and um, they are some of the smartest people I've ever worked with. Um, and many, many of them wear capes. They are superheroes and um, you know, they've absolutely gone above and beyond during COVID when, you know, our clients have been calling us, Cheryl, can we change payment terms to 180 days? Can we pause for six months? You know, we have been able to offer that support to our clients. And what's great is we are now starting to see clients who I think thought that it might be over for them. I think, you know, we're actually seeing some of those clients saying, you know what? We're coming back before we thought we were going to, and we're able. That's to, amazing. Yeah, we're able to just light them back up. All everything was still processing in the background. So okay, let's go. We're ready.
0: Uh, there was a question that came in. Someone wanted to know how you work with the big six agency companies. Do you work directly with agencies too, or is it more client <laughs> yeah. direct publisher?
1: we do work with agencies we have actually a stack of independent independent agency relationships we do work with some of the big six uh, we work with dentsu we work with across the wpp group um, and we have brands that obviously might work with publicists or you know so so we have direct and indirect relationships Got with it. all of them um, but yeah we do
0: great awesome All right, so let's go back to you as a leader. Okay, so is it the COVID, and work at home, being on Zoom all day, weren't bad enough? Now we've got rioting, race wars, a president who's waging war on his own people. I mean, it's just unimaginable times that we are in right now. Yeah. As an amazing leader, how are you? What are you doing with your team right now? What are you telling them? How do you help them navigate? Tell me.
1: Um, yeah, of course. Um, you know, this is about being a leader. And, you know, what a leader means to me is to be a lighthouse and to listen loudly. Right. Mm. So, um, you know, it's also about seeing the opportunity, um, you know, for me, steering the ship into the eye of the storm and coming out the other side is, you um, is kind of, you know, it's it's about, you know me, it's about say it how it is, be open, be transparent, be vulnerable, um, pivot if needed. You and I talked about this last week. Pivot if you need to. Um, be open about managing human need versus business need, right? It can't all be about- That is great. Yeah, yeah. it can't all be about top line revenue. And then the other thing is, you know I think a leader is a purveyor of hope and courage and uh, yesterday um, actually I know we wanted to you know get into this and I think you know both of us like I I sometimes find it hard to find the words with what's going on in the world and I know I've spoken to many people in our industry who share that you included. uh, you know, yesterday um, TV Squared sent a, an email to all staff standing in solidarity. And we said we stand together and we see you and we hear you and we welcome all voices, um, diverse and inclusive across the world. Um, and, you know, we want to be better. And this is our opportunity to be better. Yeah. And Um, and you know, I'm going to be honest, it was, it was emotional yesterday because people are scared and not, you know, my immediate team, our staff, you know, people in the U.S. that might live close to some of these places where protests haven't been peaceful. And, um, you know, I, I actually, you know, I read, I read a quote to my team um, you know, it falls to each of us to be those anxious, jealous guardians of our democracy. To embrace the joyous task we've been given. To continually try to improve this great nation of ours, which we would call the world, because for all our outward differences, we all share the same proud title: human being. Wow! And this and and it literally, you know, yeah, and it, and it because. Whew because that to me that is what being a leader is and it's about you know I can be scared I can be emotional and it's about showing the real side of who you are and you know being vulnerable and I think you know Benny Brown says has a ton of amazing quotes about vulnerability being um, one of the key drivers to success And, and at TV Squared you know It's about helping people manage through this. And it's not just the immediate team, it's our clients, it's our partners, you know, so many people impacted. So yeah, that's, that's how I'm approaching it right now.
0: Yeah, we had a similar, we had an open mic, basically with the company today, and I'm still feeling emotional from it. You know, it's hard for me to even get on this call with you, to be honest, because it was so charged and emotional. Yeah. And people were being so raw and it was good. We needed that. We needed a place to say this. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm worried for my children. I don't know what to tell my children. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if I ever want to go back into New York City. I don't know. I mean, we were all just being very raw with each other. And in some ways, I think it felt good but now it's like okay what do we do about this and right. you know as a leader in the organization i'm asking myself that what do we do that feels genuine and authentic that comes from a real place and not just oh we sent a note out saying we stand with you
1: right and it right. and that's so important right so it's about like stop talking about it and start taking action and it's not just about we put something on linkedin or we put something on social media it's about what are the changes that we're going to make what organizational level objectives what management business objectives what mbo's are we all going to get set that say we are going to embrace the new normal. We're going to embrace diversity and inclusion. We are going to end racism in this country and we are going to move forward together. And I think the only way, Cheryl, that we're going to do that is to talk. It's to, mm. it, even if it's ugly and it's difficult and it's hard and it makes you feel crunchy and it, it makes you go, oh, I might say the wrong thing, say it. Just yeah. encourage encourage your staff to speak up. Um, yeah. You know we're doing the next level of leadership training for new managers who are you know some are millennials. They have a very very different view about. Uh, demographics and sexual expression and orientation and all of those things. And, you know, we welcome it. So it's about Mm. how do we train them up to have the best possible tools to be able to deal with situations that are happening in the world right now.
0: Yeah, I think you have to, like this younger generation, and I'm just starting to do a deep dive into the, the Zs. In fact, we have a program coming up uh, July twenty third. Zoom in on the Z's because that's another whole. I mean, this is a, a demographic that has grown up their entire life with social media. They have now um, endured shootings at schools. I mean, this is and this and they're entering now. They're entering. They're graduating with pandemic. You know, if they can even graduate, they're yeah. going into the job market at the worst possible time ever. And what they need and want from a company, I think, is going to be very different. And they're going to hold companies accountable to being authentic and genuine. And I think that everyone is going to have to realize that if you want to survive and thrive, especially be able to attract the next generation consumer and employee, you better understand that, you know, how to put yourself out there and and be who you are, be authentic to your brand.
1: And it's... um you know, it's a must have,
0: right? It's, it's a not, must have.
1: It's not a nice to have, it's not ticking a box. I, I, one of the one of the things I'd written down in my notes today, Cheryl, was, um, you know, when we talk about creating culture and we talk about, um, you know, who inspires me, I have a 10 year old daughter, Molly. And she, you, as you say, she's, you know, Gen Z, grown up with social media and, um, you know, is just looking at me going mommy like help me understand and actually she's helping me be a better leader because then she will sit there and she will say to me what about um what about Rosa Parks and what about all those people before and I am astonished that they, you know, she even knows that stuff. Not only does she know it, but she has an opinion about it and she wants to talk about it. And as you say, when we um, back in ALM, we said, um, you know what, five years from now, which as we know is is next week. Right, um, right. 75% of our workforce are going to be millennials. So right. this, this is it. This is our time to come together, take action, as an industry, as a world and and stand up against this stuff and make a change for the positive and ensure therefore that these generations coming up through our levels of employment are creating a culture that Mm. will withstand fear and, you know, but will withstand hard discussions and actually might even get rid of them Because, you know, a lot of the people that still hold those beliefs have now moved on and we've got a whole new generation coming through. And how best do we support them to be successful and not make the mistakes that we've made?
0: And not even have to have special opportunities to talk about how you feel. It's just an ongoing dialogue that you're always having. Of course, yeah. It's yeah, just you don't oh, have to have a special meeting. How are we all feeling about this? We just are always feeling open and honest with each other. Wouldn't yeah. that be a really wonderful work environment? Yeah.
1: And I think that's the chance for progress. I mean, we run yeah. we run um, company updates every week and we have different members of different teams in different countries present. You know, it's not the exec on the phone talking, it's other people showing us their home lives and what they do in a day and how crazy it's been and all that. So again, it's, it's about making people feel inclusive and supported. And I think, you know, the other word that I find that I've been using a lot, Cheryl is safe. You know, the same word with, with Molly is like, I'm saying to my employees, I want you to feel safe. I want to continue for you to innovate and partner and, show differentiation in the market. I want TV Squared to be the standard. I want TV Squared to offer attribution for everybody. In fact, we're giving it away for free for 30 days for anybody that's impacted by COVID. You know, it, it's it's those types, but I, but I want people to feel safe so that they continue to grow um, at work.
0: Yeah, that's a big um, d term, you know, psychologically safe work environment. Yeah. You know, people people will focus a lot, and we talked about this at ALM too, on the diversity piece. Do I have enough people of color? Do I have enough women? And but it's the inclusion piece that I think is so important right now, which is, you know, Monique will say, diversity is making sure you invite everyone to the dance. Inclusion is inviting them to dance. Yeah. And this is what you're talking about is breaking down. It's interesting that the walls are coming down around us right now that we've all been connected by being disconnected. It's like we've all had to find a way to stay connected to each other and it equalizes everything. No one's in an office, nobody's bigger than anyone else. We're all in little squares. And (laughs) I think it has, and we're all in each other's homes and and kids are coming in and out of pictures. So it has brought out the human side for all of us and in, in, in a very interesting way.
1: And it's interesting because initially, right, if things weren't hard enough, we were we were unified by a virus. okay. so, you know, all of us like, you know, didn't matter race, gender, just just did not matter. Right. We were unified as a world by this virus. And now we find ourselves unified again by what's happening in America, especially. I know, you know, that there is impact in the world, um, but broader just in terms of um, we have to believe that anything is possible. This is a pivotal moment in the history of America. And we're coming off COVID, we're literally still in pandemic, and now this has happened. So this is the universe's way of telling us,
0: you guys have to get your shit together. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, we are almost out of time and you know, I like to end with my wows, my words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do it in the stop, start. You already gave us a great wow, which is companies stop talking and start listening. What about you? You are responsible for sales. You have to manage a lot of salespeople. What are you telling them? It feels like a weird time to be going out and trying to sell a product. So what are you telling them to stop doing and start doing what?
1: Ah, uh, stop selling, start partnering
0: Mm. so
1: and and it ties into the um stop talking start listening right we're not getting on calls to win new business saying hey we've got this great feature functionality right Right. (laughs) we're getting on a call going wow what do you need right and then shut up and listen. <laughs> so, so, so my message to salespeople and my, my dear sales team know this very well. We want to be your partner. We are here to help, help us understand your business in the same way that you do. So we can be an extension of your team in a time of crisis.
0: I think that's a great. Wow. And uh, any last tips for all of us stuck at home on a zoom what should we stop doing what should we start doing
1: uh stop being fearful start having a voice
0: okay
1: um and the other the last one start being vulnerable you know if you're not already i think we've had so many fantastic business conversations during the last 12 weeks let's not let that leave us as all of this starts to lift and we return to a new normal let's remember how hard but how special this time has been and how it's enabled us to grow not only together with our families but also with our teams with the industry with the world let's not yeah uh, and then for everyone stuck at home on zoom um one of the things that i've been trying to do uh is practice gratitude especially right now Every morning, think of three things that you are grateful for, write it on a post-it note and stick it right in front of your face. So I literally have a, I'm sitting at my kid's desk and I have a mirror right here, stick my post-it note and then manifest that during the day. So as fear or anxiety or stress comes up, you can look at the three things that you're grateful for.
0: I love that. Awesome. Joe Kinsella, thank you so much. This was a perfect timed conversation, one that I know I needed. Thank you. I feel better now than I did 30 minutes ago. Thank and you. great words of wisdom. You're the best. Um, we'll you see so you much. soon. Thank you. Okay. See you. bye Bye. Wow, that was some conversation. Thank you, Joe Kinsella. Uh, on our next IAB there, we are excited to have Amit Shetty who is the Senior Director of Product at the IAB Tech Lab. He is gonna be leading a discussion on brand safety and suitability. Joining him will be Joe Barone of Group M, Rob Rakowitz of the World Federation of Advertisers and Gail Cohen, Publicist Media Exchange. IAB there is a production of the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Our show today was produced by Connor Healy, Joe Auntz, John Ward and Tafiqua Mohininden. I'm Cheryl Goldstein, thanks for watching. Be sure to come back tomorrow at two o'clock because if it's two o'clock in the East, you know it's time to IAB there. Thank you and have a great night.